0: A roundabout offers the chance to choose a destination how fast or slow how cautiously or bravely you approach it a roundabout provides its user opportunity danger but ultimately choice much like life a roundabout is a podcast about life love journeys success and failure mostly a celebration of living life and making the most of opportunity well, good day, Roundabouters and welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of the Roundabout Podcast, Gratitude Road. Um, guys, I'll just start very quickly. Once again, thanks to everyone who's continuing to support this little project. Um, I'm getting lots of, lots of feedback, um, some constructive uh, info as well, you know, things we can change up, um, bits and pieces. Always happy to hear um, what people are thinking. Um guys, today we've got an awesome guest, um, a guy I've known for a very long time uh, in terms of the sporting uh sporting arena. Um watched him go from a sort of a young kid learning to play through to, you know, in my mind, probably one of the uh one of the best to actually do it on the court in our town. Um Without further ado, we'll get right in and have a very cool chat to a fella, some call Silk, some call him Nigel Pavlich, I call him Pav. Well, g'day Pav. Uh, Mate, welcome to the Roundabout podcast, Gratitude Road. Uh, mate, thanks for joining me. Um, before we kick off, how are you enjoying the holidays? And are you relaxed and well rested?
1: Yes, thank you for uh, having me on, Corey. It's uh, yeah, fantastic idea that you've come up with.
0: Thank you. And
1: uh, thoroughly enjoying uh, the previous podcasts um, that you've done. So I have yeah. listened to all of those. So um, yeah, I'm I'm am absolutely rapt to be here today. So thank you very much. I'm very grateful actually. And uh, love it. <laughs> and uh the holidays have been fantastic uh, yep. for the last um, four, four weeks for me especially you know we sort of ticked over to 2023 yep. we do our new year's resolutions and goals and all those sort of things you got so, them written uh, down uh definitely absolutely <sighs> have you yeah, yeah 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 awesome. you my study up on the wall so uh, you, know, mate. you know things that i want to a uh, few things i want to change and yep. few things that uh you know we want to improve on and then definitely um look forward to the future
0: excellent um so the you've had So from just your work, so you finish up end of year, you've had a bit of a break. How how long have you had off?
1: Yeah, pretty much. So I'm a school teacher or university lecturer by trade. Excellent. So you know, if uh, if uh, things sort of wind up in November, I've got a a, a gang of marking to do all of November and a little bit of December. You know, relaxing. Yeah, then we are. So you uh, know, we go hard for, you know, the university sort of twelve weeks, and yeah. then you, you may or may not have exams, uh-huh. and then you uh, take the foot off the gas. If you pass, yay! If yeah. you haven't passed that subject, I'll see you this time again next year.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. Yeah. Just as. Yeah. Just like that.
1: You know, some real real life uh, experience and. Uh, well,
0: yeah. it's um, it, you know, it's a message that pretty well most people I've spoken to. Hard work equals results, isn't that? It? Yeah, it's sort of. Yeah. Not much more to it than that. Well,
1: that and you create your own luck.
0: Yeah, you know, for if you sure. put
1: in the work, uh, you know, yep. academically, if people aren't as gifted as the person they're sitting next to, yeah, you may have to put in the hours outside of class, yeah, uh, yep. to achieve the similar results. Or if you don't care about what sort of mark you get, you just want to pass. Mm. Depends on what your strategy is.
0: Yep. Yeah, for sure, mm. um, mate. So we'll go back. To the very start of the, the life um, of Pav, uh, and just for the listeners there, so um, I didn't actually give a full introduction, so my guest today is a fellow by the name of Nigel Pavlich. Um, he uh, is a fellow that I have known um, for quite a long time, um, watched him play a lot of sport as a young bloke. Um, he's a few years younger than me, so um, had that opportunity. Um, so yeah, but I'll refer to him as Pav through this, so just uh, just so you know. Um, I forgot to even introduce you, mate. That's how excited I was to start no, talking. No, this,
1: this is good. Now I would like to say, okay, I've known you as Dogs for a very long time. Yep. But you're actually in my mind, your son of Dogs, because that's your your yep. father was called Dogs. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay, so uh
1: my vivid memories of your father was yeah. that he did he umpire in the did. back courts of uh the outside courts of Moldoura basketball stadium. East he taught Street? me to ref the same out yeah, there, cool. yeah. So uh to give you a visual interpretation of when I turned up for under tens, yeah. Uh your father was about as uh, fit as um one of the elite AFL footballers was in the, a skin tight um, refs top.
0: Of the black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. With uh, South Muldura Footy Club shorts on. Wow. And I thought, geez, I, I better be nice to this guy.
0: <laughs> he was, um, he coached us under 10s. So that's, I'm talking, I don't know, what's that, 1980. Yeah. So he was only, um, if I was eight, he was 28. Okay. So he was playing senior footy. Still fierce, killer instinct. We played. I was playing for demons. We played Charinga in the grand final. That was all the pretty well the Italian boys from Baronga. Yeah, yeah. And then myself and Matt Gill and oh, a few others, Dale Berry and yeah. Anyway, And yeah. um, we played this grand final and you, remember the old days that Gary Mars used to call last three minutes over the microphone yep. at the back. Yep. That happened. We're six points down. Okay. Um, the old man called a timeout and absolutely. <laughs> Effing gave it to us. Yeah, it yeah. was like a angry Ron Barassi spray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think, without pumping my tyres up, I think I helped Matt Gill score about eight points. Uh, I think I banged in quick six layups and we won by two. <laughs> yeah. And I've spoken to other people about it. So there's, right there, I'm yep. pointing behind me, guys, yep. but right there is the the, the flag. Yep. One of the greatest sporting moments of my life. And yeah, I was absolutely. eight. Yeah, yeah. And I'm getting chills and goosebumps actually... Yeah. About it.
1: or when you spoke to Mark Elvey, he yeah. mentioned you should still have scoreboards in juniors, like that young. Total. Because it fuels your competitive desire. Yeah, it does. As eight-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hey, we're going to come back to this topic because yeah, it's okay. one I'm passionate about, and I sense you are too. Yeah. Um. So, Pav, where
1: were you born? Uh, born in uh, Muldura Base Hospital, excellent. Uh, to uh, Raymond and uh, Marlene Pavalash. Yes, uh, they were from Arupal South. Um, well, sort of. We they built a house in Arupal South yep. on a vineyard, and mm-hmm. um, I was the fourth ch- child. So, yeah. Uh, my sister Amanda, she's nine years older. Uh-huh. Uh, Mark is seven years older. Yep. Melanie is four years older, and I'm the baby. So.
0: And all I don't know your older sister, but I know I, I, I remembered. Remember your sister and obviously I know Mark, he's still around yep. around town. Um Right, and I reckon if I'm
1: not mistaken, was it Campbell Ave? Yeah, Campbell Avenue. I know. So where. opposite the winery out there yep. that was just gonna be a small boutique winery mm-hmm. that grew into something massive. Yeah. So that's how they got the approval, and yeah. um, you know, grew. Various um, companies yeah. purchased that winery over time. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, grew and grew and grew and grew, and the tanks got larger and larger yep. and larger, and uh, eventually, yeah, it was huge. So oh, now, but I think- um, it was it was rather small, but uh, seriously growing. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the seventies and early eighties. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and just oh, I guess on that, you know. And I, I'm, familiar, I'm having uh, flashbacks because my grandparents lived just around the corner in McCracken, so I spent oh, okay. my youth yeah, riding right. motorbikes yeah. around that neighbourhood one as my, a young one little One of my brother's best
1: mates is Ian McCracken, and we saw him yesterday. He just right. flew in from uh, Newcastle, so okay. they're still mates after you know yep. 50, 50 years. So, wow. Yeah. Uh, McCracken Avenue, yeah, I used to ride my bike around there, and Curiton yep. Avenue and Campbell mm. Avenue. For those people that don't know, straight out 15th Street as far as you can drive towards yep. Orimple South.
0: Yeah. Yep. Kick left off the big sweeping and bend and away you go. Yeah, the dog's leg, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go, Segway. I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, mate, your mer- earliest memory of life, can you... W- yeah, sure, yeah. You, you uh, for one? those
1: people that have just populated the earth or have got babies and, and things like that or yeah. young toddlers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. please behave yourself because my earliest memory was uh, on my mum's hip when mm-hmm. she was... Uh, taking me out to put the washing on the line, yeah, and uh, put me in one of those bouncy bassinate things that in yeah. of the seventies. I Another was born one. in seventy four, December. Okay, and uh, I asked Mum how old was I because I remember you put me on the on the hip, put me in the little baby bouncer, and I was looking up in the shade into the sun. And I was mm. thinking this is a pretty good place. I like it here. Yeah, and she was putting the washing on the line. She, I said, how how old was I? And she she said, oh, about four months. Wow. So
0: yeah. So you that's it. A- That's a very
1: early memory. Yeah. Yeah. So Um, I I sort of pride myself on, you know, remembering things and dates and times and stuff like that. Yeah. Things are important. So, yeah. um, Yeah. So, yeah, pretty much that's my earliest memory ever. Yeah. But from zero to four, just, you know, family uh, around, you know, Mm. I was the youngest and my sister was nine years older, Amanda. So she looked after me a fair bit. Yeah. uh, You know, from zero to age four. My brother, of course, as well. You know, my older sister, Melanie. Mm. So, you know, when mum and dad were busy, he, uh had
0: three other babysitters yeah absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. there's no
1: child support in those days
0: no i don't know what well, my yeah my nan and aunties raised me yeah when yeah. my parents were at work sort of thing but yeah that was the way back then wasn't it
1: yeah well um uh, there was well, no child care centers no no my my dad said uh well now you've turned four um you need a job <laughs> so that's what uh, people that grew up on vineyards, yeah, that's exactly how our parents rolled. You know, yeah, you reckon yeah. the, there's childhood labour issues in Asia? Yeah. Uh, we had it in our south, and yeah. everyone else did too. So I've got photos of me planting rock melons with my siblings, yeah. uh, planting watermelons, rock melons because they diversified. So uh-huh. we had 65 acre vineyard that's that they planted size. themselves. Yeah, you know, from one street of Campbell Avenue till Newton Avenue, we owned yes. all that. Yep. So, you know, from pretty much, the, yeah, the whole street. So in diversifying the, the dried fruits and so mm. Sultanas yep. and the diversifier uh, to, you know, increase your income levels mm. and, and mm. you know, cover your risk, yep. they grew things that sent to Melbourne market. So, you know, packaging and, and yeah. picking and packing and rock melons and cucumbers. Hard and, work. And watermelons. Oh, yeah. 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 Out in the sun, as long as you've got a hat, intensive. you know, yeah. um, you're four. Okay, well, what, what do you need to do? When we're picking, especially, you yeah. know, the rockmelons or watermelons or the cucumbers on the conveyor belt, you're yeah. up on the conveyor belt. If it gets stuck, uh, you need to push them through Yeah. as a four-year, five-year-old. Yeah. yeah, driving tractors at age seven,
0: you know. Did you ever – When so when you picked, did you pick – so you had a conveyor belt going and they yeah. like ran through and into the bin? Or? Well, Dad
1: used to go to the trade shows Yeah. and see it you know, see it happening, mm. and then mechanically sound, he would be able to pick up how it worked. Yeah. And then he'd go home and make it. Wow. So cool. he didn't have to buy it new. Yeah. But also he had the nouse and the ability mm. to, you know, on the welder in the quiet times yep. between picking and, and pruning. I'll make one. I'll make that because I've seen at the trade shows, you know, yeah. the the boxing up machine on the, you know, like a yeah. that, that takes the sultanas, you know, off yep. the drying ground. Yep. Um, or the rack shakers, oh, the, yeah, yeah, you know, all of those things, and conveyor belt. Once again, like if we were mm. st- in the the rock melons and watermelons and cucumbers, yep, you know, on the end of the forklift, the the, the pickers would put them in the 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 bucket, yeah, or the, the box, huge boxes, yeah. and that that would tip on a conveyor belt, and then you'd have the packers. that yep. would because the sizes of the fruit would be different so mm. you'd pack you know similar sizes Into different for, yeah yeah
0: boxes and yeah wow
1: yeah and that got sent to vic markets so if you ate a rock melon a watermelon or a cucumber or any dried fruit in yep. the 80s you may have been eaten from our farm yeah, yeah
0: nice yeah nice um when you were talking about the the watermelons uh, so jake and moz mates of mine remember picking watermelons for arch their dad in end of high school 1990 for me it was mm-hmm. um There was no conveyor belt. When you talk talking (laughs) conveyor belt, I'm like, so that was one bloke cuts it, throws it to another bloke, chain gang, because I was the smallest, I had to stand in the box and catch them and load them. Yeah. But three corner jacks are really good friends of watermelons. (laughs) So you're catching a four kilo watermelon thrown from eight feet away. Yeah three-corner jack into the hand, and you yeah. don't have time to complain because the next one's coming.
1: No. I wish they had a conveyor like, you get, like if you're, you know, from age four to, yeah. you know, uh, seven or eight, you know, if you're, oh, I've got a three-corner jack in my foot, well, suck it up, princess. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Kick it out and <laughs> like, move on. We're too busy to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah. Um I know that... the the world's changed man every time I sit and talk to whoever's opposite me we invariably get back to that point of I need to get some younger people on as well to give a different point of view because I've not deliberately but the people that have sat and talked to me are roughly my age yeah give or take um but, um, yeah, that's, I yeah. oh, So well. that
1: was my nights and weekends, yep. dog. So yep. if, if we got home, we rode our bikes to, to school. Yep. So we live opposite the winery. So if it was one and a half k's, two k's. Mm, not too far. Rode the, the BMX road. to Irreville South Primary School. Yep. Attended school and then rode home. And mm. then if we had chores, what, what are the chores that we got to do yep. before we're allowed to turn the TV on? Yeah, TV okay. wasn't allowed to be turned on during the day. Yeah, so okay. no no morning TV. Yeah. Um, until T V got turned on when the jobs were done. Yeah. Usually around about, you know, five, half past five. And yep. that was about the time that we ate and then went and played sport.
0: Yeah, sure.
1: So hardly any T V
0: Yeah. growing up. Nah. I don't I don't know if I did or not. I think probably did, probably watched too much, but um, And I was just thinking then, I could imagine then you sort of get half an hour, whatever it was, the goodies or Doctor Who or something yeah, like that. Yeah, there you go. Then your dad yeah. probably came in and commanded the tally, and he wanted to watch the news. Yeah. Is that what
1: happened? Was yeah, that, that's, that's, that's about right. That's pretty much. Yeah. So yeah. um, mum and dad used to call it the idiot box. Yeah. <laughs> so And now uh, those
0: idiot boxes are in the shape of an iPhone. Absolutely. As much as they're cool.
1: Well, but, oh, you're getting back oh, in the teaching industry. Yeah, you can tell anyone that's about to populate the earth. Yeah, don't give your kid an iPhone until they're high school. Yeah, because I've volunteered and I've taught preps. Mm, mm. You can tell the ones that have been read to yeah. by their parents. Yep, or the ones that have given, been given an iPad and their spare time is on an Here iPad.
0: You go. Be quiet and watch that, or, or mm. a
1: phone. Mm. You are destroying their early learning. Yep. Uh, you read to them, sit down and read to them, and by the time they get to prep, they're two years in front yeah. of the kids that haven't. So yeah. you know, we I'm,
0: definitely, and it's a result of my wife's intelligence. We definitely read to the kids nightly.
1: Yeah,
0: um, yeah. someone oh, I don't know how Harry McClary came up in conversation the other day. I'm like, yeah. I love that book. I used to read to the kids, or those those books, yeah. um, mate. Do you remember the first moment you stood on a basketball court? And I've dived straight into the basketball thing, but it's just a a teaser, a starter. Like, Do you remember? I do. Was it when you were saying before, under 10s? Yeah,
1: under 10s. So, oh, jeez, I forget the year, but we'll sort of work it out. So I was born in December, so I started when I was seven. Yep. Uh, I reckon seven or turning eight. So I had two years of under 10s, so we'll work Mm. it out soon. Uh, But... um, I was standing on the corner of the court and I'd already played three years against my brothers and sisters yep. at home. Mm-hmm. Um we had the space, you know, on the mm. on the end of the rack at home, we had a basketball hoop. Yeah, it was perfect. Home, it was homemade. Yep. And uh I'd already had three years of nights and weekends.
0: Getting beat up by the bigger yeah, well, siblings.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I was sort sort of already Yeah, really liked the game. Yeah. But mum didn't let me play until I was seven okay. or turning eight. Yeah. Uh, so standing on the corner of the court in the outdoor courts, which is now a car park at the yes. back of the stadium, yep. Uh, and I was standing there, and there's, people have started to warm up, you know, with a ripple. Yeah. And Mum said, "Oh, what are you doing?" And I said, oh, "I am not sure if I want to play." Yeah. And Mum, Mum knew that she had something. Yeah. yeah. She said, "If you don't play now, all those people out there are going to be one year better than you." Yeah. This time next year. Great so, you know, lit, and, lit the fuse. Yeah, yeah. So went out there and um, once again, you know, the scoreboard there was outside and yep. it was Friday nights and the lights blaring and yeah. my brothers and sisters were playing. So I got to play and, you know, waiting in line for the one bubble tap that they yeah, had that was, was always hot in summer. You was. had to let it go for yeah. the first 10 seconds yeah. before you got You got right, one bubble tap. Yeah, there was. That's all.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: and uh, did I couldn't care less if I fell over. Yeah, you know, went in hard, and mm. uh, you know, yeah, loved it.
0: Yeah, mm. excellent. A great way to start a, a sporting career, though, is doing. Yeah, you know, I mean, um, mine. I'm not. Mine wasn't a sporting career. I just played basketball. But yeah. same. I've got there still a scar on my which knee <laughs> left knee from guts and over on court whatever that was the one straight at the. The entrance where you used to walk out, and that court was right there. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, yeah. Um, now you mentioned your mum, Marlene. Um, she was a pioneer in women's basketball, and I'd probably go as far to say sport. Um, mm. Yeah. I'll get you to tell me a little more in a minute, but um just talk to me about your mum uh, and and the influences she had on your life.
1: Yeah. So um the. I sort of think back that uh, you know if you represent some razor in one sport, you're doing okay yeah like uh, at senior level mm. um two sports you you know you' you're doing really well mm. um to give you an an indication, mum represented some razor in athletics so ah. as, at high school level, so yep. year 10, eleven and twelve mm-hmm. uh so you know state athletics championships. yeah running yeah, 20, running. yeah. Yep. yep, so she did that. Mm. Um, so, in, there was a sport called Vigoro, which is a mixture of cricket and tennis. Okay. She represented Sunraiser in that. So, right. So, nailed two sports. Yep. Uh, she represented Sunraiser in netball. Yes. I, I know, had
0: a feeling netball was going to... Life member for netball. Yes. So,
1: many years. So, I'm talking yeah. uh, She probably on the netball Sunraiser rep team for 10 years. Yep. Let's say, you know, before I was around, before children were around. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, she represented Sunraiser in softball.
0: Oh wow! For
1: twenty years. Yep. Now, how many jobs as a pitcher are there in softball? One. There's usually one. One. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. So, twenty years in softball. Wow. Into her forties. Yep. Still nailing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at softball, represents Sunrasia in basketball. Wow. Five sports. Unreal. Right. Three time MVP of yep. the Sunraysia League. Yeah, um, that I know about. Now, I've talked to Alan Morris about this because mm-hmm. they had a couple of different leagues. Men's it was called Men's Rules. Yeah, under under the women's comp and also a women's club. Mm, so mm. she's three-time MVP. And that's where sort of, you know, my basketball career was insignificant until I got more than three MVPs. And she's yeah. like, oh, you're not as good as your mum. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a benchmark. That's fair. And then on top of those five sports, she represented St. in marching. Yes. You know, all yeah, those trips all away, that, local yeah. marching yep. girls.
0: Your sister was into that, was she, from memory? A little was bit. That, like, so before somebody, my time. So Same. But yeah. It was... A- um, yeah. There was the mar- no. I'm not going to go there about yeah. the marching girls weekend that used to happen yeah. up here. So then we'll we've got move on. Six majors. <laughs> yeah,
1: we take your time up. Wow. And then you got she was uh, Miss Mardi Gras.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you know with the, of the procession in the early 60s. Back in the day. yeah. Miss Showgirl. Wow. In the early 60s. Yeah. Uh, the Miss Victoria Pageant raising money for you know underprivileged people. Yes. You know in in Melbourne raising money as Miss Victoria Pageant. Yeah. So wow. all of these things there's a pretty good benchmark
0: that is a an, an enormous sporting resume and it's it's just a lot it's it's the and then what about coaching so she coached she coached your so any, team
1: or did she coach I, you ever no only in the backyard no. okay yeah so or maybe primary school primary school uh league which at orimpole yeah. maybe um but um Anyone that played junior basketball or netball or softball, she would have coached for at least somewhere between 10 to 20 years, voluntary. Mm. So other people's kids, if you played in um, Amanda, Mark, Melanie or Nigel's team, if their parents couldn't take somebody to play, mum would go and pick them up. Yeah, awesome. And play and then spend three hours either um, coaching, umpiring or some sort of committee member. Wow uh, You know That that was her nights of the week
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I remember her just You know She was a fixture Of the basketball Down there like, Always there You know I yeah. spent enough time yeah. there Playing or coaching I'm yeah. not coaching Sorry back then But uh, reffing yeah. Um, yeah, and I have a very distinct image of her standing on what is court one, but when the score bench used to be on the other side, yeah. the older one, yeah. I've just got this vision of your mum standing right there coaching. She was fierce, as in oh, yeah. not fear, but she... Fierce with fear. Well, oh, what's the point in not trying to win, <laughs> eh? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Do we play sport to have a good time? or? Uh, well, there it is again. We'll, we'll yeah. get back to it. Yeah. Um, mate, Thinking about your school days, what was school like for you?
1: Well uh well i went to horrible south yep. from 1980 to 1986 mm-hmm. rode my bmx yep. and good mates you know justin leach he was into the bmx mm-hmm. and you know recru- recruited you know good fun there you yep. know before and after school ride there ride our bmx because he lived up around curaton avenue okay my my best mate was robbie chamberlain who lived around the corner in curaton avenue yep. uh, up the road as well so mm-hmm. we'd meet and ride our bikes to yep. school and Corey Real, who I played under 10s, 12s, 14s, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, he was a really good coach in Bendigo when he was, you know, into seniors. Mm, so, mm. you know, and um, because it was such a small school, we only had six in my grade. They merged wow. the grades. So oh. Aaron Wood was a, a year below me because oh, yeah, Richard was the principal. Ah, you know, right. And, and oh, shit, that's I've how I know Aaron. Yes. And um, Liam yep. was a few years younger, obviously Aaron's brother. Yeah. So I've known them since primary school okay. days. Um, and yep. like great memories of playing chasey in the yard. Yeah. And, you know, we didn't really play much well, footy and cricket, definitely, because yep. yep. they didn't have, they had a sort of crusty old netball court with yeah. no concrete and yes. grass and a bit of crusher dust, mm. and grass growing through. So they didn't have basketball. So, yep. like footy and cricket and chasey, and always once you had your play lunch and all that sort of stuff, mm. Yeah, you, you just hang out with your mates. One London. around.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So that was primary school. Yep. Secondary school, went to Muldura High. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, a lot of my mates went to Irimple High. Yeah, okay. Secondary, what it is now. Yeah. But, Irimple uh,
0: Tech back in the day. Yeah. Tough school. Yeah, yeah, yeah there then. you go.
1: Yeah. So um, my siblings went to Muljura um, High. So 87 mm. to 92, I was at Muldura High. Yep. Love school. Mm. I did. Like, it was a chance for me to catch up with my mates. Yeah, for sure. Um, like, from year seven and eight, I, I, it was always two on one. I'd recruit a couple of blokes to play against me. Yeah. You know, and I thought, on the I outside did. courts, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, high school. And Alan Hassel was. One of the PE teachers. Uh I love the PE teachers because they're like, oh, this bloke's motivated, Mm. you know, to join in PE. Tooley and Hassel and Ian Smith and Hazel and all these blokes. Hazel. Uh, He was hard. You know, so, yeah. Yeah,
0: Hazel, he he was there when I was there. He was a hard little bastard. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't mean that disrespectfully, (laughs) Hazel, if you're listening, which I'm sure you're not.
1: But we had to to ride our bikes around to the bus, which was Uh, two Ks. Yeah catch the bus for 45 minutes and then attend school and then catch the bus 45 minutes back and Mm. then ride our bikes two k's home.
0: So you're half past four before you get home or so, or more, later. Yeah, about that. And then
1: get home, what what chores do we got to do? Yep. Um, by that time, you know, two of the siblings were gone. Yeah, you know, Amanda and uh, Mark were. You know, Amanda yep. was a chef for thirty years. All right. Um, and Mark, you know, was he was off to uni in Bendigo to yes. become a social worker. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, counsellor now. Yes. Um, yep. So, uh, yeah, it was just what chores need to be done, mm. and away we go. Yeah.
0: So with two out the door, you're doing more chores or not?
1: Yeah, I, I did <laughs> uh, twenty five years of vineyard work. Yeah. For free.
0: For board, maybe. Food yeah, board. pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But I never went without, you know. Nah. It's like, okay, well, nah. I've got a, a tournament to go through here. How much is it going to cost? Well, you, you've worked on the farm. Yeah, you can go.
0: Yeah. That's a great way to be raised, I reckon. You know, yeah. you're learning <laughs> about hard work. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, I had no choice, dogs. Nah. It's, uh, it is what it is. Well, the, you know, the feedback from my father was, uh, if you don't work, you don't eat tonight. <laughs> so you work it out pretty quick. Well, there's
0: not far to go there, is there? <laughs> really? Um, yeah. Wow. No, that's that's fair. Imagine yeah. imagine saying that now, though. Yeah. Kids,
1: don't sugarcoat it. Yeah. Like, hear, hear the cards; they're they're the best you dealt. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's not another set of them.
1: No. <laughs> no. And if you don't do chores, well, there's no sports. Yeah. Well, I love footy, cricket, and basketball as a as a kid. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. That's my next question: Is what other sports did you play? So. Yeah. The, those people that know you, know you for basketball. However, other sports, did you play team other sports? Like yeah, stuff?
1: I loved cricket as a, a primary school.
0: Yep, yep.
1: Um, So in the summer months, my you know, best mate I mentioned before, Robbie Chamberlain, yeah. we were very similar at all three sports. Okay. So... Uh, nights and weekends, if I didn't have to work on the farm, like, mm. we'd be playing sports, like bowling and batting to each other and cricket, yep. and then we'd play Saturday morning cricket, which mm. I loved. You know, couldn't wait to it. You'd pray for no rain. Yeah, it was so good
0: Saturday morning cricket, wasn't Yeah, it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, loved that. Um, You know, Rodney Wharton used to play and, mm. and uh, geez, a few of the others who was – Aaron Wood was in that Yeah. You know, just mm. loved that, that basic cricket, Justin Leach, as I mentioned. Uh-huh. But then footy season had come around – and in the backyard, would kick the footy forever, yep. ever in a day. You mm. know, so barrack for the bombers since nineteen seventy seven. Right, and lo and behold, one of my great mates is Jeff Lethen, who kicked a hundred goals for the bombers yep. in nineteen seventy two. How did that
0: friendship come about? It's not only questions, but it's yeah. a, I've, through social media, I, I see that yeah. you're mates.
1: Yeah. How did that happen? Uh, Jeff had a marketing business um, mm. in Australia and he expanded to Malaysia in mm. 1998. Yep. And um, he invited me over to uh, expand the business with him. Right. Um. You know, I was probably early 20s, so perhaps 23-ish. Yeah, yeah. Um. And he expanded the business to Malaysia and said, wow. okay, well, you know, you can, you can live in that apartment there and yeah. uh, we can work together. Mm. And I stayed a handful of months, you know, yeah. two, three, four months or something like that. And we were just very similar values, very similar mm. concepts of, of principles, you know, ethics, integrity, mm. and all of these things. And we just... Because uh, he was, you know, super involved in, in sports at a young age. You know, yes. he played in the grand final in 1968, age 17. Wow. VFL. Yep. You know those sort of things. In did they win? Bombers. Oh, they, yeah. they missed out. They, the the blue. Oh yeah, the blue's <laughs> <gone>. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Doesn't yeah.
0: have much now. We don't win often, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause, so, and how did? But how did you first ever meet Jeff? Uh, Well,
1: well, the marketing business in Australia, um, mum was invited to be a part of that as well. Yes. You know, direct marketing and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So, Mm -hmm. uh, Jeff was doing functions and on tape programs and things like that, motivational speaking. Sure. And uh, mum was right into that. Okay. And uh, I was probably 1993, early days, and I was probably 18, 19, um, probably Mm -hmm. just about to leave Mildura. So, I knew of him and he was, you know, definitely a mentor or somebody I really looked up to. Yep. And yep. then we just, you know. Just clicked. Just clicked. We're, we're really good mates. Yeah, know. okay. Mm.
0: Yeah, cool. Um, there's even the, did I say the, t- you know that there's an Instagram mob that are doing old school t-shirts? Yeah, yeah. There's a Jeff Blethen one, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: I've I've got his footy cards, yeah. um, you know, that they produced in the early 70s. I've yeah. got a uh, signed ball, signed jersey, yeah. uh, you know, the cartoon in, in my man cave. Yeah. And he visits every now and then. Okay. And he comes over and we get a photo and it's like, well, the bloke in my man cave is in the man cave. <laughs> you know. So that's priceless.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm hoping that can happen to me one day with somebody on my wall here. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I mean even to get Josh Giddy in here never going to happen but it would be cool, yeah. but
1: no, never say never. You got the old man.
0: Yeah, we had a few beers with was. Yeah. He's a great man. Yeah. Um mate, so just getting back to uh, well my favorite topic probably the basketball chat. Yeah. So, who was your first ever coach? Um and I guess a more difficult question. Of the coaches you've had throughout your career, yeah. who was your favourite, but who was the best? So the okay. favourite coach may not be the best coach, yeah. but you might have had a, you know, so.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, mum in the backyard. Yes. And, and uh, you know, I obviously sat next to mum when she was coaching uh, in in the other the older siblings. Yep. So yep. I'd go and watch, you know, the all, all their games mm. and take along and sit on the bench and listen to mum. Okay, so from 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 age four that I can remember till I started playing under tens, mm. uh, I'd listen to Mum. So a good four or five years. Yep. And then Helen Anderson and remember Fred Anderson yeah, used to. Yeah. 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 Yep. So Helen Anderson was under tens coach for two years. Yeah. And I reckoned uh, maybe Alan Lyle uh, was oh, yes. uh, maybe yeah, under twelve yeah, yeah. uh-huh. ish, uh, and then yeah. Peter Howie came to town. And yeah. a, a massive taskmaster, you know, sort of mm. uh, whatever he said goes, and you yep. weren't going to say boo, you know, wasn't weren't going to, you know, if if somebody's talking and they know what they're they're, they're talking about, I shut up and listen, mm. you know, and then the direction that, that he gave because he was coaching the men's team,
0: yeah,
1: and under 12s, like in my, I was like how to this just falls into my lap, great yep. coaches early,
0: mm. That's and then
1: perfect, after isn't it? after Peter Ho in under 12s, I had um. Mike Baker, yep. who was he, he coached from Melbourne, yeah. so he worked as a PE teacher in Melbourne uh-huh. uh, for oh, 25 years. Yep. You know, ta- taught at Faulkner Tech, and all the Melbourne coaches used to wait until his juniors hit seniors, yeah. and then re- they'd recruit them for the national league. Yeah, okay. So, you know, we're talking Lindsay Gaze and North Melbourne Giants, coaches and things like Mm. that. Sort of Coburg Giants, you know, championship sort of stuff. Before the NBL was NBL.
0: Before it was massive. Melbourne
1: was the best league in Australia. So, you know, St Kilda, you know, Larry Stenstock 1979, St Kilda, and all this sort of stuff. So, to play a game, actually. I mean, I turned up... At, at, like He had that much of a reputation of coaching three Olympic players in mm. the early 70s, early to mid-70s, yep. in Melbourne, who who went to the Olympics, countless NBL players. He turns up on our doorstep in Mildura, 43 yep. people turned up for under-14's practice. Just our humble club. Wow. That's a part of the reason why we're number 43. Yeah. Well, the reason. Yes. Um, so... After one week, like we had three practice sessions, Mm. two-hour practice sessions. After one week, out of 43 people, eight were left. Wow. Because he was a a former army commando, like all the fitness army drills. So he knew what he was doing. He was like, I've got to thin the herd. Yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, the two-hour sessions, um, physically demanding, um, tremendous skill work, offences and defences, all this sort of stuff. Um, in, in under-14s, there was me and Dean Crazier, yep. were the only two that had ever played. Dean oh. Crazier was the best defensive player I've ever played against. Really? He was on the same team. Jeez. So, um, and then the other the other two I can mention is Shannon yeah. Erskine and Rao Callaghan. Uh-huh. Right, so we had myself and Dean who'd played before and yeah. six beginners. Jeez. And we're playing Div 1 under-14s. Anyone yep. who's having a sook about getting done by a lot of points, yep. I know what they're going through. Mm. But don't have a sook. Go and do the work, because Love it, mate. The, our first game, I remember we played an honourable tournament. It was the score was sixty-eight to eight. Yeah, I scored eight. Wow. So yeah, I, I, I sort of learned. Okay, we've got one of the best coaches in Australia. Yeah. Toughen up. Shut up and listen and, and do learn. the work. And within two years, yep. those those same local players that were beating us by sixty, mm. we were beating them by twenty. Within two years, so That's it was an eighty point turnaround. turnaround.
0: That's um, and look, you know, I, I know there's a few a few younger blokes that listen to this and sort of you know my son's mates and that age, and that what you said, mate, is shut up and do the work. Yeah, like you read yeah. Michael Jordan's stuff. You read yeah. her, it doesn't matter yeah. anyone who's been elite. Yeah will give you the same message.
1: Yeah, yeah. But you got to do the work other than – if you've got really good coaches, Mm. you're in the right place at the right time. Mm -hmm. Recognise you're in the right place at the right time. Yeah. Then, okay, all what they're teaching and learning, then we'd get the old VHS videotapes that he he taught us the American college system. Yeah, okay. So offences and defences. Yeah. At age 12, we had five offences and five defences that we had to learn – by just repetition, pure repetition. Yeah. And then after the two-hour practice, I couldn't hack it getting done by sixty. Mm. So I'd go and do uh Steve Orford's All-American Workout, which yeah. was is now on YouTube. Uh huh. So if you want an individual, just you and the hoop. Yeah. Go and do Steve Orford's uh, All-American Workout. He was eighty-four Olympics player for U.S. Uh huh the same time as Jordan. Yeah. We had this in the, you know, mid-80s, 88, you know, that sort yeah, okay. of stuff, individual workout, or Rick Patino's offences and defences. Yeah. So those were two, my two workouts. Okay. As a 12, 13-year-old after yeah. I'd finished practice.
0: The coach in me is going to bleep those names out so no one else can get that info. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so parents, if you're listening, if yeah. you're having a sook that your child is not getting picked for a, a, a rep team,
2: yeah,
1: or you got to ask yourself, are they doing the work? So mm. I had two-hour practices, two of them per week, yep. plus two games, uh-huh. and then we'd go on 12 tournaments a year with that club team, Yes, minimum, so an wow. extra six games.
0: Because I remember was a powerhouse of a club in that 80s timeframe, wasn't it? As in not necessarily maybe winning, um, well, back then A-grade yeah. grand finals, but um, just the, the sheer numbers. Or, or, or when did the club grow to that?
1: Probably. Well, Mum did RBA mini ball. Yeah. So anyone in the radius that lived in their own region, or we yeah. get players from out of like in Mildura region, mm. come for a second game or start basketball at age five. She had mini ball. From yeah. I was under tens, mm-hmm. so you know, preps to grade six. She used to run the comp for ten years. Yeah. There's right. another volunteer. You know. Wow.
0: Yeah. And uh, that's sadly not doing what it did back then. Now. It's well, been well, taken over. I think Wildcats are running it.
1: Oh uh, well, yeah. Was, mum obviously retired from that position, and, yes. and all the it, our Rimple players were getting fed from the IBA to our Rimple. Yeah. or whoever wanted to learn basketball. Mm. You know, if they they had ties to other clubs, we never pinch players from other clubs.
2: Mm.
1: You know, if they had grew up with other clubs, no, go and play. You know, the club that your Mum and Dad played for, or yeah. such and such, mm. come out. Mum will coach her. Yeah, you know, early from age five to ten. And go, go back so, to your it, it was all the benefit of the region. Yeah, she didn't care which club you played for.
0: So, and uh, I know uh, Gary Matthews, who's uh, well, has recreated the Elche Basketball Club effectively. Yeah. I, I don't want to say on his own, but he started it, and then Dame Matthews and Dale Harvey, those boys, spent countless hours. So they took over and started running mini ball. It was IBA miniball. Yeah. Which you might much created. In the,
1: Maybe the nineties. Yeah, yep. early 90s. Late, I think yeah.
0: that was that must have been late nineties or something. Mm. They started that or early two thousands. But yeah. Um the, so we obviously the Altringer Club and I won't bash on about this, but grew really quickly, a bit like Iron did at that time. Um yeah. But just getting to the back to that point of that club loyalty, yeah. really sadly, man. It's about done. There's it's nearly gone. Yeah. Yeah. There's fourteen-year-old kids going. I'm going to go and play for that team because they've got player A, B, and C. Yeah. And I'll win a grand final there.
1: Yeah. Of course. Well, that's the NBA mentality.
0: It's so poor. It's
1: ruining the game. Yeah. Like I have no doubt about it. But yeah. um, My brother, uh, I played against my brother at home in the backyard Mm. from age four to age fifteen. Yeah. My brother is the only person I've played against who is undefeated. Yeah. I
0: never beat him. Never got him. <laughs> <laughs> so let's set up a game. So, Come, so <laughs> take I'm, him on I'm now. telling you,
1: man. Um uh, Len, I always wanted to shoot like my brother because he had a trem- like yep. a, a sweet jump shot. Mm-hmm. You know, like he, he was swinging around a mark Pav, and if it was open, he'd knock it down. Yes. You know, playing in the Sunraysia men's team yep. at age seventeen, mm. which was now the Mavericks. You yeah. know, within the Mavericks or the Heat. Yeah. Yep. So he he had game. Mm. And in the backyard, he's seven years older, so was not taking it lightly, which I love. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So from, from, let's say, age seven when I started, mm. you know, to get a shot off over somebody who's 14.
0: And he's a tall fella too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
1: you know, you'd knock it over into three corner jacks. You yeah, know? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I can't do, use that move. I better create a step back and, you know, yeah. create some space. <laughs> we used to go to uh, 100 baskets. Wow. Which could take an hour or two, yeah, two yeah, hours yeah. On, the, on the home court at home. And
0: just keep going.
1: And dogs, the amount of time, I lost I lost count of the amount of times I was on 99 yeah. and he was on 100 and you had to win by two. It was <laughs> at least in the 40s or 50s yeah. that I got to, you know, and he stopped playing me when he went to uni yeah, yeah. and I turned 15.
0: And then you probably grew a bit and you practiced more and <laughs> yeah <laughs> he was smart he went no, they, we're done yeah
1: yeah
0: I've got this the perfect record uh, yeah I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bust that up yeah um, perfect segue into sort of continuing so you're at the high school Muldura high playing a bit of, so did you play sc- was
1: there school basketball when you were I uh, school? In primary school with Mums Comp at the IBA. Um, school basketball maybe... It yeah, wasn't much of a thing, was much. it? wasn't much. It was like a one-day thing. You know, yeah. you play against St. Joe's or... I yeah. did. St. Joe's had a great team because they mm. had um, Rao Callaghan, Dean Crozier, Shannon Erskine. That's from my three. home club, they all went to St. Joe's. Yeah, okay. So I'm like, okay, well, it's going to be one on three. Or, and Anthony Gotch. So oh, that, I got you. yeah, yeah. You know, so like he yeah. was Vic Country under six days. He was a gun player, which wasn't is, he? Like he was a man child at under sixteen, yep. You know, and massive yeah. mullet and all yeah. that sort of stuff.
0: <laughs> man, I've got it. When you mentioned his name, I just had a perfect image of him. So I went to school with Chris, his older brother. Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, that's yeah.
1: a yeah. The school thing, yeah. we've never
0: got that here.
1: No, no. We, well, it's, it's a part of the, the USA sort of tradition. It's yeah. Their high school basketball. Yeah. Just goes back from forever, but mm. uh, we only played regionals. Um, we got them when I was in year twelve. Okay. Um, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm probably dropped thirty or forty mm. just to get us through because yeah. I really wanted to play against the Bendigo times,
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: You know, I was like, oh, they're man, always so good. I'm, I'm going to have to take more shots. You guys get out the way. Yeah. You know. <laughs>
0: Give it to me. I'm going to score. We're going to yeah. win. We were fortunate enough to make the state high school. I don't know what it's called. I don't want to say championships. Whatever. In in year seven, so 1984. Okay. So eight of us plus Tooley, got in Tooley's yeah, bus.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: And, yep, and <laughs> drove to Melbourne. He took a wrong turn because he was like, in a Dury or something. <laughs> it took us, like, nine hours to get you there. You fire Poon Carey. Yeah. And it was great. We got absolutely whooped because we played yeah. all these Melbourne teams. Mm. Um, and I reckon there was a dude that, like, I'm talking you seven, so I was 11, might have been 12. And we turn up to play some score, and this dude's like six six. Yeah, and our tallest guy was Matt Gill, yeah. Gilly, who yep. was tall, but he wasn't yeah, enormous. Been
1: six played a season with Gillie. Yeah, yeah, yep.
0: um, mm. yeah. But that was—I know they do some some school stuff here, but it would be great to see.
1: Well, yeah, no, no, I think there no, is I, school champs. There is. My yeah. son played yeah.
0: last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it was good setup out at the new stadium mm. there. Mm. It was packed. It was. It was. Yeah, you know, different age groups and.
1: Yeah, they still go to it, regionals in Bendigo. Yeah. Like, like, okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um. But just getting back to your basketball career, so I'll rattle off a couple of things here. Tell me what's right, what's not. Okay. I'm not saying my yeah. my research isn't perfect, though yeah. I proved that the other day with Ali Kappa, but um, you won a number of league MVPs. You can tell me in a minute how many. Or uh, you won an a, a grade, which is now Premier League, MVP as a teenager, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was some information that came across about some scholarship with Basketball Australia, some a development program, um, and perhaps you spent some time in the States. So that's loose information, but... Yeah. I'd love to hear about yeah, all that. This
1: is interesting because I hardly ever talk about this stuff. Yep. So, yeah, I probably wouldn't have spoken about the, that sort of stuff this century, really. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and feel free to yeah, not answer anything cool. yeah. you don't want to talk about. So, uh, dogs, I introduce myself as a high school teacher. And sometimes, you know, when things don't go, go your own way, mm. I'll say, you know, does anyone uh, play basketball? Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: I'm the owner of seven runner up. League MVPs oh. of the A grade comp, seven, seven runner up, seven runner up, and now you know what you get for runners up MVP
0: inside of a donut.
1: Absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely nothing. Nah. So, but I played in an era where American imports had come in, or fringe NBL blokes, yeah. the Mavericks era.
0: Yep. So, which was okay.
1: great for me because I licked my chops and gone, hang on, those blokes are pretty good. Yeah. I better raise my game to what they're doing. You know. Yep. Um. So, uh, seven runner up MVPs, but I pride myself on. Um, being consistent, yeah. You know, once yeah. again, I'd I'd have the club, you know, two-hour club training, mm. um, an hour and a half A-grade training, you know, compulsory yeah. sort of stuff. Yep. I was playing A reserve at age twelve mm. and scoring twenty points a game in A reserve. Yeah. Age twelve, twenty-five. Age thirteen and about 30 points a game at age 14, A reserve. Yeah, right. So if you want, you know, the juniors, you know, potentially all parents listening, Mm. have your kids play senior basketball, Mm. because I had my brother who's seven years older.
0: Yeah. Oh, you are playing in his team? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yep,
1: yep, from here to there. Well, he was playing A grade at that time,
0: but
1: I was there anyway. I was like, oh, Mum, can I play in that league? Yeah. Uh, All they're doing is playing zone, Yeah. and I'll get clobbered 20 times a game, but I don't care about that. Yeah. As long as they're playing zone, but if they swing the ball... I can get the shots up. Well, I get five threes a game, yeah. and you get a couple of layups. So well, there's your twenty. It's easy. Done. So <laughs> easy. Uh, Makes uh, it
0: sound easy. Yeah. For well, you, it was at the time. As long
1: as it clipped, because I'd, I'd done the work. Yeah. It, like at age probably fourteen, I'd record my results in those workouts. The two-hour mm. workouts, a, a single hour. And I was a, uh, at that time I was probably a seventy percent jump shooter mm. from two range, mm. and a fifty percent jump shooter from three range. Mm. You know, at age fourteen.
0: So good percentages.
1: Our had yeah. the best team in the league at at um, nineteen ninety. So they won the right. premiership, and one of my mates, Rowan Calligan, got mm. promoted as a fifteen year old to mm. playing that team. Okay. And I thought, well, hang on, he's getting picked. I better do something about this. So I was dropping probably. 20, 35, 40 in a reserve going. Yep. The Horbury brothers, you blokes better pick me. You know, yeah. like Tim and John <laughs> were playing. Yes. Uh, Shane Phillips, Rao Calligan, my brother, Sean yep. Layton. Like, ah, like that's a some
0: names su- I haven't heard in a while. Like
1: a super team. That is. Uh, Jason Schreiber. And I was like, okay, well, how do I get on the end of the bench
0: Yeah. to get
1: seven minutes a game? Yeah. Well, you better perform mm. Yeah. in the twos. Mm. You know, so don't sulk and say, oh, you know, somebody else got picked. Yeah. Go and do the work. Yeah. You know. So yep. that was my first year in um as a fifteen year old. Mm. Um, ninety one, they a lot of those seniors left. So okay. I looked around going, Well, geez, now we're getting beat now. Yeah. So I better contribute. Yeah. So I think I averaged twenty as a sixteen year old and won my first league MVP in mm. as age seven eight.
0: Man, that's an enormous achievement. Being that back then the talent in that sort of, well, that A grade was, I'm not saying there's not talent now, but men, absolutely It was is, a men's league. It was a men's league.
1: And the juniors sat on the end of the bench. Yeah. yeah.
0: If yeah. they were lucky, they put the tracksuit yeah. top on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And or get
1: clobbered. Come on, and most, yeah. most players still play fu- football. Yep. And, like, if you're hitting shots, and they just run through you. And I didn't mind that. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, this is what it takes. Yeah. Um, wear a mouth guard, and I'll get whacked in the chops. Yeah. 20 or 30 times a game I didn't didn't matter and yeah. um so I end up winning seven league MVPs yeah um and seven runners up so, so you had
0: seven wins and seven runners up yeah and Bloody four, hell.
1: 400 games so fuck
0: and I'm going to swear because yeah. that deserves a swear yeah so um,
1: maybe I uh, will sort of look back I will average 25 a game yeah for 400 games so maybe the first to 10,000 points yeah. on court yeah. one maybe
0: Mm. Um, do you remember the Red? You would have played then the Red Redclothes team, so Redclothes put that yeah, team yeah. in. Mean, what year was that? That was, was 93, they won it. 93, so they had all these. Um,
1: Madigan, if, if um, James Madigan set a screen, you knew you were alive. Yeah. <laughs> Especially as a, you know, a six foot two. I was skinny then. They reckon so he was hard. I was 68 kilos. Yeah. You know, thin. So, yeah, like, it fair. Was tough. Like, I didn't Talented. know. Like, yeah, okay. Your teammates are not calling the screens. Mm. You get wiped out. You know, Scott Garraway, great ball handler. Yeah, he was. James Maddingham was at the two. Yeah. They had... Um, Steve Don, was he in Steve it? Don at the four. Yeah. um, You know, setting screens and inside post moves. Eric Egan, flying in. Oh, yeah. And, and maybe Jamie Parker as well. Jamie, Jamie Ridden. Yeah, yeah. Those blokes, great Steve team, o, but they just didn't play much longer than the... Maybe a couple of It's years, like I'm they sure. come
0: in, won it and left. Yeah. yeah. I guess because those boys, a lot of those boys are all good mates. Yeah. And they just went... Oh
1: well, yeah, and all yeah. we won it after the year they finished. We oh, won it '94 as yeah. well. You know, our four blokes that were, you know, in juniors, yeah. myself, Erskine, Callaghan, and, and Crozier, Yeah, we were eighteen, nineteen mm-hmm. uh, in '94. We won it. Yeah, um, and then '95, I was there. I was time to go. Yeah. So '94 okay. n- was sort of, well, or '92 was a big year because yeah. I was in the. Um, Year 12, Uh uh, Mavericks, club Mm. A-grade, under-21s, Basketball Australia Scholarship. So the road trips Mm. that I went on, I was away every weekend. Wow. So they picked the Basketball Australia Scholarship. Mm. They picked the blokes that didn't make the AIS, the next 10. Okay. So then we'd get invited to um, the 92 Olympic team. They'd... Come sixth in yeah. the, uh, the ninety in when American Dream Team mm. were arriving. Was
0: that the Shane Hill, Barclay? Yeah, year? yeah. That oh line? no, that
1: was ninety six, but oh, ninety two. So Drewy and um, yeah. Brad and Longley and those sort of like yeah. maybe ninety two. Uh, yeah. So okay. And, and after what did that, that
0: entail? Just give a give me a little minute of that Basketball Australia scholarship. What did yeah. you do? What did you have to do? Yeah, what, what? so
1: numerous uh, road trips to training. So aubrey mm. Wodonga, Canberra, mm. at the AIS, mm-hmm. and uh, Melbourne. So and the coaches were they'd fly in coaches from the USA. So Morgan Wooden came out one uh-huh. year. Um, he was Kareem's high school coach.
0: Oh wow! Okay.
1: Um, you know, and and the Olympic Australian coaches, and mm. you know the fringe next blokes coming in to, was going to coach the, the Olympic yep. team. Yep. Their idea was, well, we've come sixth at the Olympics. We won't invite the current boomers. Mm. We'll invite potentially the next batch. So the top 20 yeah. um, next batch of mm. 17, 18, 19-year-olds. So those sort of blokes I'm, I'm talking at those camps, it was maybe Chris Anstey, mm. uh, the Smith Twins, mm. um, Sam McKinnon. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Who else so they were
0: in the group you were training in, yeah. With? Paul Rogers, um,
1: yep, yep. Glenn yeah,
0: Glen all were NBL. You can call them legends or whatever you want yeah, to call them. Like, Played so a lot of games, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, historically.
1: So yeah. and and I didn't feel like a fish out of water because I'd done the work. I was mm. like, okay, well, if I can get open, all I need is half a step, you know, a step back and, yeah. and jump shooter. Because by that time, I was. In my own workouts, mm, and mm. I will record the results. I yep. was an 80% jump shooter, mm-hmm. unguarded. Yes. Because I'd take probably 200 twos a day after my workouts yep. and work on my 20 moves. Um, and I was a 70% three-point shooter, mm. unguarded. So when yep. you equate that to game situations, you'd... you'd Obviously, fatigue comes in a factor and, mm-hmm. sure. you know, defence because you're getting guarded by a 6'4 or a 6'6.
0: You've got to shoot it up and quicker. So, and So, mm. and if
1: you get around that bloke, there's a 6'8 in the way. And yeah. then you get around that bloke, there's a 7-footer. Yeah. Know, Paul Rogers or Chris Hansen did not it. Yeah. So, you go, well, well, if I'm a 50% two-point shooter, a 40% three-point shooter and a 90% foul shooter in the game, I can play at this mm.
0: level. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and... I can't. I, in my head, I haven't been able to move past the seven runner-ups, and I want to. Ask, I'm going to ask you. <laughs>
1: you don't cry over spilled milk. Nah, pills. you know if you. I saw Janine yeah. Brown at the hospital last uh, handful of weeks ago. Yeah, and I said, Janine, just if, if I had a. Just one more vote here or there, do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Who were the
0: seven that got you? Do you
1: know? Oh, probably Joe Hurst and um, you know the NBA, yeah. fringe NBL blokes. Or, yeah, yeah, You know, blo- all, all blokes that really, really deserved it. Yes. You know, like Jake Zock or Jason Spratt or yeah. Shannon Erskine. Yeah. You know, blokes that I, I highly respected. Mm, I, mm. I didn't have like if they win, that's great yeah. because they deserved like they were best that year. But like, it
0: might have been one vote here or one vote there too, you know. Yeah, like, but you
1: never yeah, that's right. You never got to see that. Jamie Collins was a stadium manager and he's all Bruce Smith, and then so yeah. listen, man, you come second again.
0: Far out. But you got seven yeah. MVPs. So yeah. pretty handy mate, to get yeah. yeah. Um and then so after the Basketball Australia stuff, yeah. then don't you know, tell me if you don't want to go. Talk around this But what, what What happened after that? So what age were you When oh, this was I, I
1: was uh, Probably 18 or 19 Oh right So young fellow. Yeah still. so So high school I turned Yeah finished high school In 92 So around that sort of stuff So 93 Played with the Mavs So my yeah. commitments were Mavs Mavs local club Under 21 So I yeah. still had You know Six hours of training Per week for those Those three club teams yeah. Those Those three teams Um and then I, th- I decided, okay, well, what's on the horizon? I thought mm. I thought about U.S. college basketball. Yeah, you know, Don Lane, you watch it on you know television late at nights and yeah. tape those, and yeah, yeah and yeah. we get one NBA game a week and plus mm-hmm. a college game, and you'd, you'd set the VCR, <laughs> you know, half past eleven on a Friday night to just watch one game. Yeah. You know, and st- kept those tapes forever. Yeah, awesome. Uh, and I thought, okay, well, I'm going to talk to these coaches that you know, give me some sort of pathway mm. if I want to go down that track. And they yeah. said, yeah, this, this pathways is available yeah. way back then, you know, via um, letters wow. and send you videotapes and stuff yeah. like that. Uh-huh. Um, so I went as an under-16 year. I got selected for Vic Country Toured USA. And I started to keep in contact with who I played against there. Uh Um, So in the Seattle region, we we played a a number of games, won most of our games. And they're like, oh, who's that blonde kid that wears the blue flights? Yeah. You know, like if you can shoot, you saw there's an opening for you. For sure, so yeah. I sort of kept in contact, and anyway, those high school coaches in Seattle said, Well, there's a college, you know, a major college in Seattle. Mm, um, mm. you send us your tape when you're 18, and away we go. So yep. that was 93 sort of the processes of uh going through the paperwork and stuff like mm. that. Yes, we'll give you a scholarship. It was like what we we're saying mm. individual workouts that I'd taped, and then you know, my shooting percentage on tape. I sent yes. that across, and they said, Yeah, we'll, we'll sign you, okay. So I went to Seattle um, for yep. U.S. College, mm-hmm. thinking, uh, okay, I'll study business and I'll be there three years. So, right. so age 18, 19, 20. Cool. Sounds good. Right. So yep. I get there. Yeah. And... I was living with a host family and mm. they were hooking me up. This is great. So yeah. I had someone cooking, you know, nutritious meals. That's what mum used to do. Yeah. You know, you've got to put in the right fuel to burn the fire. Mm. Uh, and got up at, you know, 5.30 in the morning. We had practice at uh, 6.15. If wow. you're late, you got penalty. That's cool. It's dark in Seattle at that time. It rains yep. nine months a year. Yeah. You know, so... Um, Love that environment. So did yep. the pre-season sort of stuff. And to be honest, well, I'm not going to lie ever, but mm. to be honest, I sort of looked at that team. We had, our point guard was six six, mm. our two was six seven, our three was six nine, and our like our power forward was six ten, and wow. now we had a seven footer. Jeez, so pretty good lineup. Yeah, and realistically, okay, I said to the coach, "What would be my role? Mm. And what do you need? Oh, we need a three-point shooter. We need outside presence. Yeah. Well, that was my role. So, and I said realistically, what's he said? First off the bench, we're cool. Yeah. Okay, so, right. so in my mind, okay, I can fit in here. Yeah. I've done the work, Basketball Australia. I've done, you know, Mavericks. Yeah. You know, guarding Ronnie Ryder or trying to guard Damon Lowry, yeah. trying to increase my pace, you know, yeah. um, Tommy Gusson and Todd Franklin and all these sort of blokes. Yeah. Mm. Um, you don't guard the weakest bloke at training, guard the strongest. Yeah. You know, it's your level or somebody two or three inches taller. That's great. So I've landed in. Seattle, yeah, loved it. And yep. ninety three, did you say? Uh, or 94. late ninety three. So yeah, do you know that?
0: I'll, I'll pause you there. I'm gonna I'm gonna spin it back to me here, yeah, right? Yeah. So as the as the the Pearl jam Nirvana grunge <laughs> <clears throat> guru that I think I am, which I'm just someone who likes the music. That that would have been the ultimate. Yeah. If, yeah. if I can hit a button and go back in time, I'm going to Seattle in ninety three. Cool. Yeah. Not yeah. for basketball. Yeah. Yeah. To hang out in yeah. the grunge team. Well, you still got long hair, man. I got no I'm hanging on just. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry. So yeah. you're in um, in Seattle. Yeah. You possibly might be the sixth yeah. In that six. Yeah. Six man, yep. which is
1: cool as a freshman. Yep. I didn't mind. Yep. You know. Yep. Like, who cares if you start? As long as you, nah, you know, exactly. like potentially I could be playing twenty or thirty minutes. Didn't an matter if I to score. Yeah. Didn't matter. I was the shortest.
0: Yeah. Didn't matter. Uh huh. And what height? Uh, six two. Yeah.
1: Yeah so at that stage I'd I'd put on 20 kilos so I started at uh, 68 kilos I was then 88 kilos right and push on 7% body fat mm, so mm. I was monitoring that sort of stuff skin yep. folds and diet and, mm. and what sort of program wow. so um anyway there was uh, the season was about to start and they mm. said well you need to as soon as I landed I was also playing in the Seattle City League ah so which had Like, if they didn't make NBA, the college players, they played in the Seattle City League Mm. plus old ex-NBA players.
0: Okay. So that
1: possibly could be the best league I've ever played in. Yeah. No name players, but one, like, the scores were 140
0: to 150. So no D, just flat out. Well, it didn't
1: matter what sort of D you played because uh, one rough. bloke was averaging 60. Wow. You know, like he was only a little bloke, 6'3". Yeah. And I said, oh, what's my role here? He said, just get in front of him, try not to penetrate sort of stuff, make him shoot from outside. Yeah. Uh, I said, well, what do you want me containing with? It won't matter, mate. He's still going to get 50 on you. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> That's a good challenge. Yeah. Yeah. That, so, yeah.
1: you know, I was playing in, in that league during, yeah. the, during the nights. Mm. Training, there was two trainings before, one before... Um, school, Mm. uni, do do your uni work and then practice, two hours practice after uni Mm. and then I'd eat and then go and play in the City League. But then I got the call up from a country team that was travelling in the Seattle region that I played for in Uh under-16s. They had the same tour, which is disguised as the Pro Bowl tour.
0: Ah, yes. A few so, boys have done that. Yeah, yeah. So they,
1: oh, they Yeah, you? Handy and uh Timmy Green? Yeah, Timmy Green. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I got the call from the big uh, the Country coach and said, dude, are you in town? I said, yeah. He yeah. said, oh, we need some help. I was like, okay. Yeah. So one of the blokes from Sale who I ended up playing, um, you know, in VBL together at Gippsland, Ben mm. Murphy, he was on that tour. We became good mates. Yeah. And I oh, tagged along and played 10 games for those whilst I were in uh, playing oh, high right. school. So, nice. Which got me on the radar again for other colleges. Yep. They're like, this blokes shooting 27 points a game in 32-minute yep. games. All right. Uh, and I dropped 47 one day and made the paper. Yeah. And nice. I had blokes coming left, right and centre. Yeah yeah. Getting back to the college that I was, I was hmm. ready to play for, hmm. I went to the office and they said, um, you owe tuition. You know, because yeah. you've been there a certain amount of time. You owe two? I said, no, I don't. I've, I've got a scholarship. Yeah. And they're like, uh, no, you don't. The paperwork's not come through. You don't have a scholarship, so oh. y- you can either pay us fifteen thousand US to stay, oh. Oh. or um,
0: see, ya. see ya. Wow.
1: Um, I was an eighteen or nineteen year old. My parents were paying 17% interest on the farm yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. I'm an adult. Mm. I'm making adult decisions. I'm not ringing mum saying, Can you send 15 US over, which is which probably 25? yeah, 25. Um, Easy. For me to play a game of basketball when I was probably going to get paid when I got home the year after, which yep. I was, you know, the mm. ABA clubs. Mm. So I made the decision on my own to mm. say, Listen, I won't be doing that. Mm. Yeah, you mm. blokes messed up. Mm um, and I walked into the coach's office, and that stage I had the forty-seven point game yeah. on the back page of the Seattle Times. Oh, nice! And I said, uh, "I'm leaving." Yeah. And I left it on his front desk. You've seen his face; oh. it was priceless. <laughs> Surely, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so. Anyway, that's lot, bloody
0: hell! It's Live and of learn, those, I guess. Yeah, but one
1: of those things that uh, yeah. you don't have a sook about. You get yeah. on with things.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um. So. Did that, you came home?
1: Came home, signed with Bundaberg.
0: Of oh, Queensland? Yeah. So the Bundaberg, what are they? Bundaberg Bulls. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what's so, that like uh, NBL One type? Yeah, it is now. So it was yeah. called
1: ABA back in those times. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so it was one division lower than National League. Uh-huh. Um, so my good mate, Bernard Williams, who played at the Mavs, Muldura mm. uh, here, mm. um, he played in the USBL um, in America. So yep. he was like a bit of Scotty Pippen, but mm. six foot eight. Yeah. Um, so we played really well together mm. in local league. He would average 35 in local league and stuff like that and average yep. 30 during the game. And I was a bit below that. Uh-huh. Um, so really good package dealers' imports in Bundaberg and loved it. Nice. You know, good so, part of the world. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So after that, I was on the radar for getting tryouts for National League. Uh So, you know, tried out with Brisbane, Townsville, uh, Gold Coast. Yeah. While I was up in Queensland for three years, yeah. Uh
0: Uh-huh. And that didn't eventuate?
1: I made the final 20. I had to move to the Gold Coast. Uh Uh-huh. The Rollers? Um, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. So I made the final 20. Yep. But realistically, I sort of looked at the clubs in the NBL and I thought, hey – There's 11 jobs in the nation
0: Mm.
1: for backup shooters. Yep. Predominantly, they were Australian blokes because the the American bloke would be the two. Yes. So, you're coming off the bench potentially, which I didn't mind once again. Yeah. But that's the import spot usually. Mm. Uh, So, I got down the final 20 at Gold Coast and then Townsville said, come and try out. Yep. So, I got down the final 20 at Townsville. Mm-hmm. Brisbane had got down to the final 20 the first time. Yeah. And the second time I tried out at Brisbane, I got down to the final 14. Whoa. And they took 12.
0: Oh. And Brisbane would have been strong at that point. Yeah, so Larry yep. Loggins was at the three. Mm,
1: mm. Maybe Shane Hill was there or just been moved on yeah. or went, went somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, maybe Andre Moore was the import, I, Um Yeah. Or I, fig- I really forget where, where 30 wow. years ago now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gee, Wiz, that's that's so close, isn't it?
1: There's a story like that with 100,000 other
0: blocks. Yep, yeah. agree, mate. Agree. Yeah. It, um, to, to get there, you know, even when I was chatting with Elves and he said, Oh, I only played X amount of AFL games. I went, Man, yeah. you played X yeah. amount. You yeah. kicked this many goals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you made it.
1: That's how all. many,
0: th- as there. you said, hundreds of thousands of. Yeah um people haven't no,
1: well I, I wasn't naturally gifted as an athlete. It was yeah. just pure sweat and concentrated hard work. Yeah. But technique of hard work. So I'd I'd work on my sprints. Mm. I'd work on my energy system. So I was working on the ATPs like 1 second to 10 second sprints. Yes. And then, you know, the next day I'd work on the 11 seconds to 2 minute anaerobic system. Uh-huh. You know, off the court and then I'd go and do the, you know, 40 minute runs for aerobic capacity. Mm. And then while I was Uh, trying out for these clubs, I'd swim a K a day, I'd do my workouts for, you know, the individual shooting workouts for an hour, Mm. and then I'd eat the right things, and then I'd go back and do my threes, you know, jump Mm. shooting my threes and twos for another hour. So two hours of practice a day plus the extra fitness vest, plyometrics. Yeah. I left, I'm happy to say I'm sitting here, if Mm. I was age 24, Mm. I'm happy to say I put up my hand and go, I did my absolute best. You
0: gave it everything. Yeah. Yep.
1: You know, you don't want to die wondering. You don't want to go. Yeah. I wish I had of. Mm, for sure. Well, yeah. I found out.
0: Yep. Mm, yeah. And it. So twenty four. Yeah. You went. Um,
1: well, that was a cut off for the goal. I, you ah, had, okay. I had to have a time frame? Yeah, Because yeah. people say, oh, I'll never give up on your dreams or goals or whatever. It comes a time, though. Well, they're not they? going to pick up a 24-year-old because every year they're churning out 10 new blokes from the AIS yeah. who are getting picked up on the end of the bench for NBL. Yeah, yeah. There was only 11 jobs for my yeah. spot. Mm. So, on which I, I worked out, well... Seven other clubs, I probably wasn't going to get that spot. Yep. So I nailed it down to three clubs. Okay. So three jobs in the nation I was trying to go for.
0: It's a pretty finite uh, space to get yourself into. Yeah. Three out of, you know, 25 million population. Yeah. Bloody hell. Um, I'll give you a rest of talking about yourself. Yeah, Um, thank you. (laughs) I want your thoughts. So as, you know, I, I talk to loads of, loads of people about basketball, local basketball, and so on. Um, just can you give me your thoughts on... Well, Mildura is a town that's a sport crazy. We've had loads of... Uh, and I'm sort of... I think about talented... Young, I'm, I'm sort of thinking next-gen, younger, younger people that have gone and played and done some great things. I don't recall anyone playing NBL. No. No. From no. Mildura. I, I, I think there's a, a female. Males. Yeah, there's females. Yes, yes. females, yep. multiple.
1: But yep. wh- how, why aren't we? Okay, um, I'll, I'll give you my take on it. Yeah. And, and look, I don't mean any disrespect to the people who are volunteering. So don't yes. get me wrong. Yep. Like I'm, yep. a, um, I saw how much work my mum put in for voluntary work. So and I've yep. done it myself. I've mm. coached for 15 years. Yep. So I get that. Yep. Uh, The girls that made it, off the top of my head, Nick Isabel played at AIS, Mm. so for one or two years, and they were playing in the WNBL. Yep. So she made it through. Maybe Joe Edgecombe before she moved to Mildura. Yes, I believe. Maybe the Australian team, I think so. I think so, Joe. yes. Now, um, Sam Woosnam, who grew up in Redcliffs, wasn't renowned for a local basketballer, but she played at Adelaide Lightning for 10 years. Right. So there's another one off the top of my head I can think mm, of. Mm-hmm. If you look up on the All Star 50 Year Anniversary Team at the at the the, the old stadium, the board up there, yeah. all those women yeah. could have played WNBL. Yes, I have no doubt about uh-huh.
0: that. All right,
1: yep. so I used to watch them, mm. and they were they were just competitive against themselves, and there yeah. was a there was a glory time of you know all of those players were virtually pulling MVPs off each other. Yeah, yeah. You know? I'm thinking
0: Susie Fidelja comes to mind. Yeah, well, S- um, Susie and,
1: and uh, Jenny Curran yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, Shannon Zabel. I mentioned yeah. Nicky Zabel, yeah. Deanne Burrows, yeah. Mahela Jackson, mm. all of these people, Meryn Jenkinson... Mm-hmm. Um, the other two, after Tom, last name Margaret Bell, uh-huh. and there's one more. Geez, oh, pretty good. Probably Joe Edgcomb. Yeah, um, yeah. So for sure, you know, yeah. if I've named ten there, I'm doing pretty. I well. reckon you are. <laughs> uh, so all of those women, i um, yep. hat, hats off to them. Mm. If they wanted to move from Aldura, and Sharon about we'll listen to this. Say and, hi, Shan. And, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, they could have gone if they moved yeah. away from Wollongong if that was mm. their passion. I have no doubt about it because yeah. in the women's league you don't have to be a superior athlete. I'm not disrespecting what they could do, mm. but every elite team I played on, mm. I saw a bloke dunk from the three point sorry the free throw line yeah or hit their head on the ring. Yeah, in women's basketball you don't have to be able to do that. But yes, like it's I say, a different style. Yeah, every team I played on the elites that. Standard at mm. six foot two, I was the shortest. Yep, so that's what you're coming up against mm. in the men's mm. league. Women's league is, yeah, it's, f- it's fairly different. The American,
0: uh, women, the, the WNBA now, there's some tall women, yeah. It's, it's I love getting how that. they're full court dunking now. They're there, <laughs> it's the best, yeah.
1: So, locally, yep. mm, I mean, mm. the women, yeah, they, they could. Yep. When you look along the 50-year anniversary, I'm the youngest in that. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't really see the other fellas play. Yeah. Okay. So, I can't really comment much on that. Yeah, But blokes like maybe Barry Knights and, mm. and Alan Morris, you know, in the point guard sort of position. Yep. Um, you know, Barry spent some time at St Kilda before there was a National League and uh-huh. stuff like that that I know. Yeah. Potentially. Okay. Mm, mm. Your, your question is why and what's the barriers? Yep. Well, yep. one of my mates, Matty Bonner, who's a really good mate, probably the mm. best mate, mm. uh, along with Alistair Howard locally. But mm. Matty Bonner coaches VJBL mm-hmm. for Gippsland or used to in Tarogun. Yeah. So anyone in the two-hour radius mm. of Melbourne, if, they, if they've if they got the parents or the club, they can play in that the best league from the 16s, under 18s yes. on a Friday night. So, mm. home and away around, mm-hmm. they get to play against the best city kids. Mm. Geographically, we can't do that. Yeah. Okay?
0: Yeah. Good um, point.
1: However, if you're going on your six tournaments with your rep team, that's cool. Mm. But once again, don't rely on that to be your be-on-all and end-all. Yeah. So, if you're not doing the extra work outside of your club practice mm. and your rep practice, if you're lucky enough to make a state team, you're on the radar. But then yeah. again, what can we do differently? Mm. My idea with Richmond Football Club when I worked for them was mm. create an elite atmosphere of all the clubs, mm. invite, you know, the best kids from every different sport locally, yeah, and then train them of their energy components for their sport. So mm. basketball's main energy component is 11 seconds to 2 minutes. Mm. Right, so you train that you train that Energy system the most.
0: Can you just explain that a little more? Right, because yeah, so I'm, I'm not totally so in across
1: in, that. in that. So zero to ten seconds is yep. your ATP CP, which is that's your energy component. What you're using up. So the sprinters, uh-huh. yes. So for the hundred meter sprinters, that's what they're training mm-hmm. for all the time. Just that energy system. Yeah. Basketball and other sports. I haven't really researched the other sports, mm-hmm. but. Basketball, predominantly, about 73% of the time, you're mm. using 11 seconds to under two minutes because mm-hmm. you're backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. So it
0: might be get a rebound, or run up the court score, or run back the other. Like yeah, that. anything more, that than,
1: mean? more than 11 seconds. Yeah, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you've okay. got to train that energy system. Okay. Right. Anything higher than two minutes, the, these have changed, but they're, yeah. you know, sometimes they've changed, sometimes they get back to them. Anything mm. higher than two minutes, you've got to train your aerobic capacity.
0: Right. So okay. any
1: sport that predominantly uses that capacity, mm. you've got to train that. My idea with Richmond Footy Club, who I worked for the last three years, mm. get the elite of the elite. You know, you're picking maybe one or two from each sport mm. that are probably going to make it with extra training, yep. extra diet, extra professional coaches. Mm. Fly them in learn from our own club coaches and rep coaches here of every sport. So you're picking Mm. volleyball, you're picking netball, you're picking basketball, footy, Mm. all of these. We've stopped competing against each other for the same result because Mm. like, I'm a firm believer in promoting Mildura people on the world stage. Yeah, absolutely. Same. So that was my idea. What do we do with basketball? If they're making a state team, you're probably going to have to put some money in maybe the coffers. So a yep. dollar off every some, someone that walks into the stadium. Goes there. Goes to the, yep. the maybe you might have only one every five years or one person every 10 years. Yeah. I'm talking males now, but, um, or for females, get in an alliance with the Bendigo spirit because yeah. they're four hours up the road. That's it. Got to be prepared that Bendigo people are going to promote their juniors first. Yeah. You got to be prepared to have some disappointments, mm, mm. but maybe like the pioneers, you're going to have to move at age fifteen or sixteen. And
0: there are families that have done that. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yep, yep. Yeah.
1: Mm. So, um, and maybe fly people down. You might only have one every five or ten years. Fly mm. them down to that uh, under sixteen or eighteen comp. Yeah, in Melbourne. Get them in. Fly there. them back. Wow. Uh,
0: yeah, I think it's a really good point, mate. You make about just the just the geographical distance—five hundred and fifty kilometers from Target to the GPO in <laughs> Melbourne, right? Yeah. Five fifty. So that you know, the majority of parents, either financially or time or whatever it be, can't do that every weekend. No. Um, just diverting back to Elves again. Just you know, he talks about his dad driving him to all over the. So he was in New South Wales. So from yep. Wagga to Sydney to here, to, they spent their life in the car. Yeah. And that's yep. an enormous commitment his dad made for him. And, and look, there are plenty of parents in this town that have the dreams for their do kids. That. Yes. yeah. Um, well,
1: my coach was doing that for us. Yeah. Okay. You know, my junior coach for five years, Mike Baker. Yep. You know, and like I mentioned before, mm. at age 12, from yep. age 12 to age 17 for five years. Yep. Um, We were the third, by the under-18s, we were the third best team in the state.
0: That's enormous.
1: You know, four four blokes went to play ABA out of that team, you know. Yeah. Uh, So we'd play an extra 650 games um, in juniors other than the next bloke from the next club just for the simple fact that we went to tournaments from Victoria, New South Wales and South Mm. Australia. Yeah. Not the, we weren't competing against the heat teams. Yes, that were that were going. Mm. We didn't go to the same those same tournaments.
0: Ah, yeah. Because yeah.
1: our club team could beat the rep team. Yep. And we didn't want to upset and, the no, apple cart.
0: No. Did you have players in your team playing heat or rep?
1: Yeah. Or I, was it not in under sixteens? No. Under fourteens? No. Yeah. Fourteens and sixteens, because we were getting the tournaments anyway. We were yeah. going on twice as many tournaments. Yep. Um, 14, 16, so if you don't as a junior, if you don't make your reptones it's not the end of the world. Yeah. If you're doing the outside work.
0: It's, it's a really good point you make there and this is not a an anti heat thing. I just love no. basketball in general. But, no. Now, um, we're, we're taking uh, our team or well, my son's team over to Riverland Tournament next weekend. That's just a we pay for it ourselves. We go there. We play yeah. as the Alturingia. Yeah. And teams go, who the hell are you? Where are
1: you from? Where in Adelaide are you from?
0: <laughs> Mate, we're not from Adelaide. No, we're from the no. Feral over the, over well, the border see, there.
1: You might be playing against man, manchilds at yep. under 16 level. Yeah. Just the simple fact they look two years older than you and they're yep. early developers. Yeah, exactly. By under 18, you probably. Probably the same height. Yeah. You know, so don't go over the spilt milk if you don't make a a rep team or even a club team. Uh,
0: There's not, yeah, and I think I've got a little issue with Div 1, Div 2, Div 3 heat. The Div 3, it's just mum and dad feeling good because their kid's wearing a heat singlet. Yeah, okay. And they've got the cash to do it. Yeah. That sounds harsh. Yeah. But I've seen some of the Div 3 teams play and... It's not rep. It's ball. probably
1: that's probably about um, participation and, you, and uh, things participation like that. that is that's fine. fine. When I was going through, there was one team. Yeah. So if you didn't make it,
0: there was eight, and if yeah. you made the eight, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. You know, I'm not being critical. I'm just, I just want to see success for people.
1: Yeah, same. Like, um, like I, on you know, Sundays, we'd go and watch Phil Crump. Yeah. You know, on the speedways, the best you know, speedway rider in the world. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Phil Crump and. You just gate, go, you, this bloke is starting at the corner of the curve. Yeah. And everyone, you know, there. Back marker, yeah. Yeah. And by the fourth lap. Boom. He was unreal, wasn't he? lo and behold, his son was world champion, 3 time yeah. world champion. Yeah. Uh, and like once again, you, if you're in an environment where the people are doing the right thing, your coaches and stuff, yeah, listen to them mm. and do the work. Yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah. it's it's a really common message, mate. Um, so a bit like yourself, mate, I've been fortunate to get around. You're welcome to have a drink. I'll I'll I'll, I'll just stretch this out for a bit. (laughs) Um, I've been fortunate myself to go watch loads of basketball from domestic basketball here through to courtside, Madison Square Garden. LeBron James is six feet (laughs) from me, and I'm sitting next to my son. So you know, if there's a moment in my life, that's one of them. Um. Who are some of the best players you played against uh, and seen live?
1: Um, best players i played against mm. locally? You're, Anywhere. Okay. So, locally, I, uh, I, I love the Mujura blokes mm. that, that grew up here and, and played or came here and stayed. Yeah. So, um, you know, like if, I'm, if, I'm, if I think about Hawks, I think about Craig Deckett and yep. – um, maybe uh, Matt Gange or mm. Jason Spratt, mm. you know, oh, I'm going to throw a curveball here. Timmy Lang, if he had to concentrate on basketball more than footy, like, he gave me a bit of grief of, because yeah. he's four, good his reach, size. great defender, you yep. know, I was like, oh, I've got to create some space here because, yeah. you know, get him on his heels so yeah. I can create some space so I can get it over him. But, like, played super fair on the basketball yeah. court yeah. and stuff like that. So... Hawks comes to mind those sort of blokes. Yeah. Um, if I go through maybe Wildcats so I'm sort of thinking um uh currently Darryl, Dallas Brown. Like yeah. we, we have He's a, a
0: super player that kid. Well, that young man. Well, I shouldn't say kid. Well, my, <laughs> He's a young man.
1: My mum and his grandma are twins. Or were twins. Really? Yeah. So we have a vested interest all through. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. So Sylvain Brown's his nan. Yeah. And my mum were twins, twin sisters. Well, there you go. So you know, we've always had a vested interest in you know promoting Dallas. Of you know, yeah. love your work, mate. Um, super, that sort super of stuff. Super fire. Okay. Um, oh, who else in Wildcats? Oh, I'm sure I, I, I might glaze over it for a bit, but yeah. um, if I go to Workers, maybe Russell Knights for longevity. Yeah, he's you has 10 or 15 years of mm. uh, playing against Russell Knights. And I mentioned Jake Zock before. It's yep. just like a... Uh, Tim Duncan type Great fundamentals In the post yeah. um, You know Great hook shots Fade away jumper mm. um, oh, If I go to Alchie uh, Roadie James Yeah You know Very very good We got him on the, on the end team. Of his
0: career I think But man he could play too Yeah he could flat out play Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. From
1: Townsville to here And yeah. marry a local girl And yeah. if you had to stay A bit longer You know that's Yeah mm. Um not worry, I
0: ring him every year, mate. Do you want to have a run this <laughs> yeah. year? He doesn't want to. He's <laughs> coaching for our club, so I'm very fortunate. Yeah, that we are fortunate. You know, I, I think
1: demons. I think Ronnie Ryer You yeah, know, those early man. days, like three MVPs in a row, and yeah. raise the standard immediately of St. Razor basketball. And he had that
0: amazing, Erect jump shot. Yeah, as in yeah, yeah. Straight up, sort yeah. of. He, yeah. he was beautiful. To, yeah. It he came like- and coached, and I was playing under 16s. I was, oh, I was. Petering on other things in life. Yeah. But I'd never had it, a guy as intense.
1: As soon as he walked in the stadium, like in 1988 or 9, yep. raised the standard completely. Yeah, it did. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, and yeah. I I was lucky enough to play a season with Ronnie in, in the Mavs in 91 uh-huh. as a 16-year-old. I said, Ronnie, I'm, I'm guarding you. I'm copying your moves. Yeah. Um, once again, you guard the best player. Yeah. And 10 years later, I played against him in the VBL. And, and right. Right. And, you know, we were caught up there. It was just a great moment, you know, to say thank you. Yeah. You know, for what you did for Mildura Basketball.
0: He completely revolutionised, made basketball different in this town. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, raised the standard,
1: tremendously. Look, yeah. awareness. Remember, you had to buy a ticket at Tomo Sports Store. Yeah. Otherwise, you couldn't see the Mavs in 1989, 1990, yeah. 90, 91. Mm. You you had to pre order your tickets. If That'll never happen ever again. Jam packed too. Uh, so if I get back to you know Shannon Erskine, Yep. Um, yes. I mentioned Jason Spratt before. Uh, so oh, who else? Oh, Joe Hurst as well. So yeah, you know, for sure. So yeah, um, all of those. There. So if, if I miss a club, I'm sorry. Nah. You know, so um, good. best players internationally mm. I played against George Gervin. Did you For the, from the Ice Spurs? Man. Yeah, uh, Johnny Moore from the Spurs, yeah. the, and um, maybe Greg Kelser was Magic Johnson's teammate uh-huh. in 1980, 1979 Michigan State yeah. when they won the title. Okay, those three blokes: Eddie Palabinskis from the nineteen seventy six yeah. Olympic Australian team. Wow, uh, he won the scoring title in, in the, at the Olympics. Yeah, uh, geez, the, probably the Seattle you know league. Seattle
0: league you said yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah um well, i mean mate bernard williams and uh-huh. levi cobb is um hall of fame for chicago university of illinois okay so and he he got drafted by phoenix in 1980 and made wow. the u.s olympic squad in 1980 yeah uh, probably would have went but they didn't go to mm, the Olympics. they didn't go yeah so we're real still great mates
0: yep yep um I've still got about 30 questions to go, and we're kicking <laughs> on hour 20, but that's all right. Oh, jeez. Um, the other night, I was very fortunate to have um, the great man, Nathan Hand, in my shed here in the man cave. We sat on the couch for five hours, had a few beers. We didn't stop talking from the moment he sat down to the moment he got in the car, and his wonderful wife, Lisa, come and picked him up, and I shuffled him out the front door here, Um and he spoke a lot about you, and he spoke about the under-21 comp.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, if I'll just leave that there and let you talk to me about that.
1: Under-21 20, under comp, I think they had it for three years. Yeah. Um, one of the greatest things they did mm. uh, to keep um, 18, 9, 18, 9, and 20-year-olds in the game, Yes. but also create, it was just a, a fantastic league. It wasn't any coaching and stuff like that. It was, mm. you know, adults. Playing yeah. great basketball, so run and gun. I, I sort of think back to, you know, the nineteen seventies ABA sort of sure. sort of stuff in yep. the American League. You fast paced yeah,
0: China. yeah,
1: run and gun, um, dunks, threes, yeah, that sort of stuff. And and I wrote to Handy, um, you know, Handy's making a book for mm-hmm. his kids. Yes. Um, so yep. anyone who's listening here, if you're on Handy's Twitter or if you're on Handy's Facebook or yeah. if he's a mate of yours and you haven't written to him because he's asked three times, yeah. um, give yourself an uppercut and do it.
0: Do it, yeah, you because know, exactly. he's,
1: he's wanting these things. But yes. I wrote to him and, and I made the book. Mm. Uh I know. I said to him, uh, the refs would wait because they'd be handy at one hand. Yeah, you know, putting on a show of his athleticism. Yes. Now I'm talking. I uh, wrote wrote this to him. Yeah. You know, he'd do like a Across the a cross the body Michael Jordan rock the baby dunk. Yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh. and I'd stop and watch that and I'd be up the other end of the warm-up so, okay, i well, will chuck it up and do a, you know, let it bounce and do a spud web, tip in, dunk yeah. and, you know, do a James Worthy uh, tomahawk, you know, yeah. that sort of Statue of Liberty sort of stuff. So this is warm-ups? Yeah, this is warm-ups. So the extent of the warm-ups are probably 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, and... Uh, You'd be you knackered look, by them. You, you really, yeah, didn't mind though. And... You know, Andy had, had come in and do a two-handed jam and put his, you know, uh, hand on the top of the layup square of the backboard and stuff wow. like that. Or, you know, duck so he didn't do, uh, hit his head on the ring and stuff yeah. like that. So, you know, reverse and um, all of that, you know, windmill, Dominic windmill, you know, wow. all that sort of stuff. I, I loved watching that, oh, you know, from you the other end.
0: was not here at the time and yeah. missed out. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So I saw him... Um, in and under 21s the most we didn't ever really played in juniors, yeah. but under twenty ones was just pure fun, yeah, yeah. so awesome. um in the in the contest, we loved it, and I struck handy properly in his best season ever
0: uh-huh
1: so and I'm talking like I'm um, no exaggeration, he would have had three votes every game,
0: wow. And mm. did he get the, uh, the big cup at the end, <laughs> or what happened so, there?
1: So, Nathan Hand, uh, yes, he has an <laughs> under-21s MVP, yeah. which um, I, I think that's fantastic. Yeah. I, I love it. Mm. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and did you get one?
1: Uh, Corey, I'm about to reveal yes. that I have the other one oh. in, a, in a different year. Yeah. But I opened a box from the shed yesterday. hmm uh, that I hadn't opened for 30 years. Yeah. Uh, Handy, I've got two of them. So they had the what? league for under 21. So, yeah. Handy, your your reputation has just grown because you stopped a three-peat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> the blocker. <laughs> yeah. So oh,
1: oh, if there was ever a bloke that, you know, won the MVP race, yeah. that's the bloke I wanted.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. That's That's... That's a great story. That's, um, we're uncovering real information here. Um, we, he spoke very fondly of that uh, those years there, mate, those couple of years. I reckon that the league or association tried to bring it back under-20s, and it was a bit of a basket case. They need to review and, you know, look, hopefully someone off the board listens to this and goes, let's get a serious under-21 comp going. Yeah. The, the, the created A grade. A grade's a bit of a farce, to be honest. Okay. It's a, it's older blokes that are just still trying to want to be. St- oh, I'm not being critical. Yeah, yeah. I've played in A grade and I'm. Part, old time, and part done. time
1: footballers, you know, have part time with footballers. Part time that
0: are yep. fit, really yep. fit guys, and yep. naturally good sportsmen. Yeah. Maybe the under 21's the answer. Because we're getting. Sn- eight, you know, once you turn 17, you can't play juniors. And if you're not quite at the Premier League, you go to A grade, it's a bit of a hack and
1: I don't know. You probably want pure basketballers in the under-21s that are grown up, Mm -hmm. you know, in in club teams and rep teams who love the game. Mm. Um, Just you'd sort of go, okay, have a shot clock so you're not messing about.
0: Yeah, gotcha. Good idea. Mm. Good idea. I guess I know um, the administrators at the association will say, well, we haven't got... We well, can't pay people to run the shot clock, but
1: no, you don't have it to. Out. No, the, it can
0: be automated
1: somehow, can't it? No, just get somebody volunteer on on your game. So if uh, you play, um, you're on the shot clock. The game one of
0: after the parents or girlfriends or boyfriends yeah. or whatever it is, yeah. sit there and yeah, manage
1: make it, it make it a twenty second shot clock. So uh, you're not coming down jacking up threes. Yeah, you get nothing out of that. Yeah, no, no that's today's no. NBA. Like whoever yeah. gets over half court first jacks it up, and you mm. go, well, they would have got subbed out. Yeah, you know, ten years ago, if Steph oh. Curry and Clay Thompson hadn't changed everything, yeah. those blokes would have got subbed out.
0: Yeah, but you just don't now do the that. coach
1: is the last five minutes or you know a year or two, mm. and if you can't tell them the main players off because they will say, well, sack the coach. I don't like this bloke. He's yeah. telling me what to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I know, um, man. We've covered a lot of lot of basketball here. There's yeah. a whole work life part of your life that we haven't quite covered across. I just I do want to quickly talk to you about the travel stuff, so you, through social media, I see that you, you know, you you share the memories and whatnot and have been loads of places. Give me a few minutes of your travel, perhaps travel, where you've been, what you loved, what you didn't like. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I
1: loved the fact that you've you've only got a certain amount of time to do something. Mm. So my mum's saying was you might as well do it whilst you can. Yep. So... You know Get busy living And get yeah. get busy moving So no, if no. I had You know Coin in the bank And you know Time yeah, uh, I've been to 25 countries
0: That's good numbers
1: Yeah so yeah. You know Jump on a plane um, You know If if you, you don't want to come with me Well I'm going Yeah You know that's my philosophy I go yeah. for Somewhere between 10 to 30 days Yeah And Sometimes i stay in motels, other times backpackers. Mm, Depends mm. on what I want to see. So, yeah, you know, I've sure. been through Europe, probably eight countries in Europe. Yeah. Been to, uh, through Asia. So, China, Malaysia, Singapore, mm-hmm. th- those sort of places. Yep. Philippines, mm. um, USA, a number of times, Canada, mm. um, that sort of region. Um, been to Nepal and uh, India. And, yeah. Oh, awesome. Just, you know, it enriches you. You get to, y- you know, getting back to the graduate, you yep. go. Okay, well, you see how other people live, mm. and you go, oh, "Geez, we're pretty lucky with what we got," you know. Yeah, we are. We are. Mm.
0: Yep, um, and yeah, you've been fortunate to get to some of the, well, not some of the elite universities in the states as a to to visit them. Yes. Um, yeah. they look just magnificent.
1: Oh, um, I went to High Point University. That's the one that sticks out with the greatest facilities. Yeah, and they had a booster who donated hundred million dollars, so they could <laughs> update their stadium. Now, you know, wow. Yeah, so uh, and they already had the best facilities um, in the US. I, I feel That's so. You know, all money. those as a coach, I went across and took talented athletes across there. So I've been yeah. to. Duke University in North Carolina, North yeah. Carolina State. Um, Love to go you know, Wake Forest, all of those. Yeah. You know, three or four times now as a tour manager as well as a, a mm. basketball coach. Yeah. You know, promoting the junior athletes that I take. Yeah. Uh, building their dreams now. Mm. You know, and awesome. um, an Australian cricket tour, you know, England and France. Yeah. You know, that sort of stuff. Like right. the opportunities arise, I put cool. in for those jobs and got them. Yeah. While well, I'm going.
0: Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> um. Will you, do you see yourself getting back into any coaching at any stage? or?
1: Uh, i volunteered for 15 years, so yeah. I've done 15 years' worth of coaching. That's a lot. It was around the time I was still playing, though. Yeah. You know, so if I was playing coach or if I was... I always liked to train the under-16s and mm. under-18s yep. coming through our Rimple, train them with the same offences. Yeah. So when they got to seniors... You know Sammy mm. Peleggi and those sort of fellows. Yep. Yep. They were ready. Mm. You know, and they're not <clears throat> frightened of going oh, Geez, I have to learn five offenses and five defenses. Yeah. Well, you've already done them. Yeah. You know, that's where your winter comp is used for your clubs mm. to train you under sixteens, eighteens, so they're ready for seniors yeah. at that young age.
0: And that's a great, um, a great sort of notion that I think people go winter comp. Ah, oh, it's just the time for mucking around.
1: No, nah, that's it's, that's a time for development. Yes, it's, it's and most true, of the mate. time, if you don't make a heat team, the div, div one team, yeah, well, your club team should be playing all, div, uh, all, uh, in mm. your age group, yeah, or probably in the seniors.
0: Yep. Yeah, there is that. Just just sort of moving to end of our chat, but there is that age group of blokes. You know, you mentioned Sammy mm. Um Dave Meyer is one of my favourite heat players. He has this pass where he hits into the key he's starting to drive and he flicks it over his head behind him yeah i love it i don't know and, and to a big bloke who catches and yeah, yeah. i saw him do it maybe last of the, the last season that he played i think it was the year before and i don't know i had a few beers i was pretty happy with <laughs> life yeah and it was just the greatest thing i reckon I nearly broke my knuckle banging on the back mm. of the stadium yeah. just cheering on um, I think he's back in playing this year, so I'm looking forward to seeing what these boys, um, what they bring. I think it, I think it'll be pretty cool. I'll yeah, love I'm,
1: a, I'm a big uh, supporter of the heat program. Yeah, you know, because uh, where where we are, um, once again, you know, the travel factor yeah, or sure. getting up at six a.m. on a Saturday morning yep. to jump on a bus and then you're giving up your whole entire weekend. The to, to play That's against it. the Melbourne Tones. Yep, and then Sunday, you know, you're driving all the way back. At um, you might you,
0: drive out to along and play a second game or ballerine and then have to get home so they leave leaving first thing sometimes Saturday morning and getting home Sunday night then firing up and going back to work so you're right mate, it's a massive commitment yes Um, so just one, oh that's my phone how do I turn that off, one quick thing, when you were playing Mavericks, was it the Qantas sponsorship, that you flew. Yeah, yeah, so so um, um, what league were you playing in? There? So that
1: was uh, SEABL, so which is yeah. now um, NBL oh. one. Yeah. Um. So predominantly, I miss Fridays in uh, year eleven and twelve of school. Um, to fly to to, to fly Our road trips were Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide, Tassie. Yeah, yeah sure. So we wow. play three double, well, triple headers. Yeah. You know, yep. play against Sydney, teams, Newcastle, Sydney, mm. and um, maybe. Uh, Western Sydney. Okay. You know, Adelaide uh, always had great times because yeah. they're feeder for the, you know, 36ers. Yep. Um, Tassie, you know, they had Hobart Devils and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sure. Yeah. I'd love to see our uh, Heat boys get into that next. If they can, if the guys that are sort of taken over are gonna out, and going to run it, and I know they'll do a good job, if they can boost next level for the next season and get us into NBL one, that'd be huge. I would absolutely love to see it. I'd commit. I don't know if I can say this, but I'm going to. I would commit some basketball club money, and we have a bid in our club Yeah. to that. Um, Sammy Pelleggi, if you're listening, hit me up. <laughs> um, mate, um been a great chat. I, I will finish on do, every guest this year is getting the same question, um, slightly asked a slight different way. But um, what are you most grateful for in life? And the second part to that question is, Will you help me spread the word of gratitude by however means you can?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm very uh, grateful for my parents. Yep. Uh, they were my heroes. Mm-hmm. I saw how hard they worked on the vineyard. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the the worth the ethic mm. of raising four children on the vineyard. Yeah. Uh, ra- you know, working from daylight till dark.
0: And the time that... Particularly, well, your mum, as yeah. you said, put in yeah it's the enormous. voluntary hours. Yeah,
1: you know, so mm. um, you know, if you uh, the old age, if you want something done, ask a busy person to do yep. it, and usually, you know, it's a pointy end of volunteers. Mm. So mm. you know, there's much less volunteers than there are people willing to complain about it. Sure. So, um, what am I most grateful for? Probably the opportunities, you know, recognizing Mm. the fact that people come into your life Mm. and you go, geez, they're pretty switched on. I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to listen to this bloke or or, woman, female. Mm. You know, they could be your teachers. Yeah. You know, they could be your coaches. They could be, you know, the volunteer people that are running your your clubs or whatever you're interested in. If somebody knows their stuff, Mm. recognize you're in the right place at the right time. Yep. And then if opportunities, it's funny if you do the work behind the scenes, yeah. opportunities in work, you know, your career, work career or sports career or whatever, mm. uh, opportunities arise. So I'm very grateful for the opportunities that have arose yep. in my work life. Awesome. Uh, as a teacher, as a uni um, lecturer. Yes. Um, yep. yeah, and my sports. Yeah.
0: Fantastic. And as I said, we didn't even get time to talk work life, but we'll follow up. Um, mate, that's, that's great. And, Thanks for your time today. It's been awesome. <laughs> I've learned things, and this is what I love about this. I learn something about somebody every single time I sit here and talk. Um, often I learn multiple things, and then sometimes I learn things about myself oh,
1: or geez, thinking. I didn't even mention the most uh, important person in my life, my daughter. Beautiful. Molly Pav, yeah.
0: Excellent she a basketballer
1: no she loves dance and hip-hop and and that sort of stuff and arts so you uh, get
0: into listening to her what what (laughs) sort of music does she
1: Uh, No, i don't know
0: you don't (laughs) (laughs) don't go there no don't go there no mate excellent um thanks so much for your time i really really truly appreciate it um we'll catch up around the traps um very very soon but thanks for being a part of the roundabout family it's been a pleasure thank you awesome thanks both